Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Have you ever wished that we'd include soothing nature sounds as a background throughout a Get Sleepy episode? For example, maybe you would like to pair tonight's story with the sound of gentle rainfall. Well, now you can. We have partnered with the Deep Sleep Sounds app to help you create soothing soundscapes that will play in the background while you're listening to Get Sleepy. Here's what you need to do. Simply download the Deep Sleep Sounds app, choose your preferred sound and add it to the mix by tapping in the circle next to it. Make sure you go to the Controls tab within the Deep Sleep Sounds app and toggle the button to Allow Background Audio. This will mean you can listen to Get Sleepy and the app sounds at the same time, and you can control the volume of the specific sounds in the Mix tab. It's the ultimate sleep experience. Through our partnership with Deep Sleep Sounds, you can get a 30-day free trial by going to deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. That's deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. Or just follow the link in the show notes for a 30-day free trial of the Deep Sleep Sounds app. Welcome to Get Sleepy. The podcast where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. As usual, I'm your host, Thomas. Thank you for tuning in. Tonight, we'll stroll through the colourful, winding streets of Tbilisi, the capital city of the country of Georgia. Located on the crossroads between Europe and Asia, Georgia is a fascinating mix of different cultures and influences. And after our stroll, we'll wind down with a relaxing dip at a traditional bathhouse. Now I appreciate that you're here to listen to our story, but I also wanted to acknowledge just how much it means to read your comments, reviews and emails from those of you who've gotten in touch to say how much you enjoy these intros and relaxation sections. I really try to make sure this is a cosy and comfortable time where you can slowly transition from the busy day and drift towards a feeling of sleepiness. I think we have to give ourselves some patience sometimes, because falling asleep isn't something many people can just flick a switch with. Like with many things, we need to take our time and allow our bodies and minds to naturally find their way along the path to sleep. 
the fact you've chosen to tune into this podcast and truly allow yourself to slow down is commendable. So make sure you've put any physical distractions to one side. And the next thing you can do to continue that relaxing journey along the path to sleep is to take three deep, soothing breaths. Close your eyes and breathe in through your nose. Hold and release the air back out. And again, breathe in deeply. Hold and let go. One more of those. Gently breathe fully in. Hold and ease the air back out, feeling the weight of your body sink into bed. Whenever you feel suitably calm and comfortable, you can let your breathing fall back into its natural rhythm. As you continue to relax and make your way to sleep, you can just follow the sound of my voice through tonight's adventure. We begin on a quiet morning, looking out over the beautiful rolling skyline of Tbilisi. It's a beautiful day in early summer in the city of Tbilisi. You're not sure exactly what time it is as you woke up late this morning. This is not a city for early risers. Everything begins and opens later than in other places. So it's fine for you to take your time. There's no rush, and nothing in particular you have to do today. You're on the elegant balcony of an apartment, which is located right in the heart of the old town. The view is spectacular. In every direction, you can see a multitude of jumbled rooftops, towers, and layers of ornate balconies, stacked like wedding cakes. If you look closely, you can also spot the unusual brick domes that belong to the bathhouses. This area is densely built up. At first glance, it can look a little chaotic, 
like a mix of several different cities piled on top of each other. But there's beauty in the chaos too, in the vibrant range of styles and colors. There's something almost whimsical about it, like a fairy tale village that bloomed into a city overnight. Although Tbilisi is a capital city, it also feels surprisingly airy and peaceful. As you sit here on the balcony, enjoying the warmth of the sun, you smile to yourself. Perhaps it's just your imagination, but you think you can even detect the scent of figs in the air. There's a garden below the balcony, filled with fruit trees, and the figs are just beginning to ripen. When you breathe in, you notice a sweet, fruity aroma on the breeze. After resting here for a while, taking in the view, you decide you're ready to go out and explore a little. Although you don't have an itinerary, you have a vague idea of what you'd like to do. Have something to eat, stroll through the old town, and then soak in the famous sulfur baths. Although it must be late in the morning, the city seems to be slowly waking up now. The streets are gradually filling with locals going about their business, as well as the occasional tourist who's come to explore this beautiful old neighborhood. This is an ancient city dating back to the 5th century. The name Tbilisi literally means warm place because the original settlers were impressed by the abundance of hot springs. But today, the name seems appropriate for other reasons too. It's a lovely sunny day and the local people are warm and friendly. A street vendor smiles at you and begins a conversation. He's curious to know where you're from and what brought you here. Then he invites you to try some traditional Georgian food. The man is selling a filled bread known as Hajapuri. It looks a bit like a thick, cheesy pizza. The delicious smell awakens your appetite and you can feel your stomach rumble. You buy a piece and eat it as you continue to walk through the winding streets of the old town. The taste of warm dough stuffed with cheese is wonderful. Just a few bites are enough to fill you up. You're not sure whether this counts as breakfast 
or lunch, but it's just what you needed. The cobbled streets of the old town are narrow and sloping, winding up the hillside. It feels more like a village than a city, and is surprisingly quiet and peaceful. In this part of the city, most people get around on foot, and there's relatively little traffic. The lack of noise means that you become more aware of voices. You listen to people chatting in the street and notice conversations or music coming from open windows. Looking up, you see an elderly couple leaning on the edge of their balcony, watching the world go by. This is one of the traditional, beautifully ornate balconies that you see everywhere in this city. It's a wooden balcony carved into a lacy design, painted a light shade of blue, like the color of the sky. The platform sticks out from the side of the building. It looks like a small, elegant living room that's been added on as a final decorative touch. There are so many beautiful architectural details in this part of the city. As well as the colorful balconies, you notice the wrought iron spiral staircases on the sides of the buildings. Then there are ancient doorways patchworks of decorative tiles, stained glass windows, and even a few elegant Art Nouveau facades. This city is a photographer's dream, but you resist the urge to take photos. Instead, you allow yourself to simply look and drink in the details. Your gaze drifts slowly from a ramshackle roof past ivy-covered walls and old balconies painted in fading pastel colors. There are so many different shades of colors and so many materials and textures on this time-weathered apartment building. Some of the older buildings in this neighborhood seem to be slowly crumbling into a state of decay. But at least the beautiful, intricate details still remain. They're a testament to the city's rich past and its diverse cultural heritage. There's something enchanting about this faded glory. It's a reminder of just how old Tbilisi is, and how it's been influenced by so many different cultures. In some ways, it feels European, but there are Ottoman, Persian, and Far Eastern influences too. 
When you walk down the main boulevards, you might also be in a city like Paris or Vienna. But in this dense tumble of streets in the old town, many of the buildings have ornate details reminiscent of Islamic architecture. Here, it feels as though you've traveled further east and further back in time. Some of the old wooden buildings have peaceful, plant-filled courtyards, which you can enter directly from the street. They're not exactly public spaces, but they're not entirely private either. Whenever you catch a glimpse of a courtyard from the street, you step in to take a closer look around. These spaces are sometimes referred to as Italian courtyards, not for the architecture, but for the atmosphere. In these charming little squares, neighbors sit and chat together, enjoying a drink or a game of cards or backgammon. The locals seem to welcome visitors and sometimes leave the building entrance unlocked. Inside, you can admire the elegant marble staircases or the faded paintings on the walls. In one building, you spot a faded Soviet sign with the names of the previous inhabitants. When you encounter a resident in a courtyard, or make eye contact with someone on a balcony above, you exchange smiles and greetings. No one seems to mind your presence here, and you feel at ease exploring. Many of the houses in this neighborhood used to belong to rich artists and merchants. In front of one old mansion house, you see a printed sign on the ground next to the front door. Its bold white lettering says Salve, a Latin greeting that means hello, but also be well. This sign is the perfect symbol for the city, both for its welcoming nature and ancient past. On your walk through the city, you notice a surprising variety of religious buildings, including orthodox churches, a mosque, and a synagogue. There's even a Zoroastrian fire temple. It's an old brick cathedral built by followers of the ancient Persian religion in the 5th century. Although the main faith in Georgia is Orthodox Christianity, Tbilisi is remarkable for its mix of religions. The proximity of these different places of worship suggests that people of different faiths and backgrounds 
have coexisted peacefully for many years. You weren't planning to visit any of these buildings today, but when you catch the intoxicating scent of incense from a church doorway, you can't resist. The earthy aroma of frankincense seems to beckon you. The smell of incense lingers in the air, but there's no service in progress. When you enter the church, you realize that you are alone, apart from three priests standing near the altar. You don't want to disturb the priests, but you're happy to stand here at the back of the church, breathing in the incense and admiring the beauty of the building. There are some gorgeous paintings and religious icons on the walls, gleaming gold in the sunlight that streams through the windows. The artwork appears to be very old, but not as old as the church itself. The bare brick walls look ancient. There's something so beautiful about the contrast between the rough, weathered walls and the rich detail of the pictures. The figures have shimmering golden halos and vibrant, gorgeously patterned clothes. As you look around the church, you almost forget about the presence of the three priests standing in silence near the altar. But then, all of a sudden, they begin to sing. Their voices are deep, rich, and melodious. Each of the men has a slightly different vocal range and sings a separate but complementary tune Blended together, their voices form a strange and beautiful harmony. You've read that in Georgia, there is a long tradition of folk music and polyphonic singing. It's performed by multiple singers with different melodies. This music even predates Christianity. Centuries ago, Georgians would sing together in their homes and in the fields in their remote mountain communities. And over the years, this kind of singing came to be considered an important symbol of Georgian culture. Today, it remains a treasured part of the country's heritage. When you close your eyes and focus on nothing but the sound of the voices, you feel as though you're being transported back in time. It might be the medieval age or even further back into the distant past. 
paying close attention to the complexity of the melody, you're also struck by the talent of the singers. It must require a great deal of practice to have this kind of vocal control. As the singers move effortlessly from one note to the next, on and on, there hardly seems to be space to breathe. And yet, the slow, soothing harmony makes you feel relaxed and more aware of your own breaths. You continue to stand there with your eyes closed, taking deep breaths in and out. Time stands still as you savor the tranquility of this moment. When the singing finally stops, the church is silent once again. But it feels different from before, as if the voices somehow linger in the atmosphere, just like the smoky aroma of the incense. You're feeling so peaceful and relaxed now. The singing has put you in a sleepy, trance-like state, and you no longer feel like walking. Perhaps you'll find somewhere to rest for a while. But then, you remember your original idea, the sulfur baths. Now that you've had your fill of sightseeing, you're in the mood for a relaxing break. You leave the church and wander through the streets towards the bathhouse district. Near the river is a cluster of traditional Georgian bathhouses. They're recognizable for their distinctive roofs brick domes that look like little molehills rising out of the earth. The rooms are below ground, and the water comes from the hot thermal springs that led to the city's founding. According to legend, the city of Tbilisi was founded by chance While a king was hunting with his falcon in the forest, he stumbled across the sulfurous hot springs, which appeared to have healing properties. The king was so impressed that he decided to clear the forest and build a city around the springs. From the very beginning, bathing in the sulfur water has been an important part of daily life in the city. For centuries, people have been coming to these hot springs to wash and to enjoy the water's therapeutic qualities. Bathing in sulfur water is said to have a range of health benefits, soothing the skin and giving relief to all parts of the body. 
Many locals still use the public baths, where people can bathe together and chat with their neighbors. But you've decided to book a private room so you can have a bath to yourself. As you approach the bathhouse entrance, the rich, unmistakable scent of sulfur grows stronger. This steamy aroma is a little pungent, but not unpleasant. You know that the smell is coming from healing waters, and this makes it almost enticing. You're looking forward to this mid-afternoon soak, which is a kind of low-cost luxury experience. In the end, you opt for the simplest option, a private room with a bath. There are also options to book a traditional exfoliation scrub or a massage. But today, you feel like relaxing in the water on your own, without the presence of another person. A woman who works at the bathhouse takes you to your private room. Every inch of the floor, walls and ceiling are covered with mosaic tiles. There's a shower, a couple of baths, a bench and a massage table. Some light comes from the small window high in the dome ceiling and there are also a few flickering candles in alcoves in the walls. The woman explains that you can stay in this room for about an hour. There will be a knock on the door to let you know when the hour is almost up, but otherwise no one will disturb you here. The room is yours. She smiles and wishes you a pleasant experience and then leaves, closing the door behind her. You turn the key to lock the door and then look around the room. An hour seems like a leisurely amount of time to spend in here. All you'll be doing is showering then slowly moving back and forth between the hot sulfur bath and the cool plunge pool. As you take a warm shower to prepare your body for the sulfur bath, you glance around the room to admire the details. You're not quite sure how old this bathhouse is, but you know that some were built around 200 years ago. Looking at the cracked edges of the mosaic tiles, this room certainly seems old, but it's also sparkling clean and beautifully decorated. The blue and gold tiles are arranged in intricate patterns, 
so the room almost resembles the interior of a church or temple. After showering, you head towards the large tub in the center of the room, which is filled with steaming sulfur water. As it comes directly from the hot springs, the water has a temperature of around 38 degrees Celsius, or 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It's completely safe to bathe in this water, but not for too long. The idea is to spend around five minutes in the sulfur bath before moving to the adjacent tub of cold water. You've also brought a bottle of drinking water with you to stay hydrated in the heat. When you dip your toes into the bath, you're amazed by just how hot it feels. But as you slowly immerse your body in the warm water, you adjust quickly. The heat is intense, but also deeply relaxing. As you gently lower yourself in, the water flows over the edge of the tub onto the surrounding tiles. The sulfur bath is filled right to the top. When you lie down, only your head remains dry, resting against the edge. The hot water feels wonderful. It's almost as if you can feel it soaking right into the pores of your skin, like a warm caress that soothes and heals every part of your body. You let out a deep sigh of contentment and close your eyes, basking in the divine heat. All your thoughts and worries fade and disappear like the rising steam. In this moment of peace and relaxation, you're no longer aware of anything. It's almost like being deeply asleep, but just conscious enough to appreciate the dreamy tranquility of the moment. The seconds pass by slowly, like the occasional drop of water that seems to fall in slow motion from the tap in the wall. The normal passing of time and the world outside no longer exist. As you breathe deeply in and out, you savor this sensation. You are cocooned in your own private world. After a while, your body seems to know instinctively that it's time to cool off in the other tub. 
Slowly, you get out of the sulfur bath and take a couple of steps across the tiled floor. Sunk into the floor is another tub, this time filled with cool water. You step into the bath and soak here for a few minutes, enjoying the refreshing change in temperature. But you're soon craving the blissful hot water of the other tub. For the rest of the hour, you alternate between the two baths, hot, cold, then back to hot again. This simple, natural ritual somehow feels incredibly luxurious. While there's something unique about the special temperature and properties of the sulfur water, this experience is a reminder to appreciate the act of bathing. It helps you feel more connected with your body and at peace with yourself. And as you can feel yourself getting softer and cleaner, it's like a new start, a kind of rebirth. Eventually, you hear a gentle knock on the door, so you dry yourself off with a plush white towel and gradually get ready to leave. Checking your reflection in the mirror, you smile, noticing your relaxed, rejuvenated appearance. The visit to the bathhouse ends with a pot of complimentary tea. The woman guides you to a small, cosy room next to the reception and invites you to sit down on a comfortable sofa next to a low table. A couple of minutes later, she returns carrying a silver tray with a pot of herbal tea a bowl of sugar cubes, and some slices of lemon. Although the tea looks hot, when you take a sip from the cup, you discover that it's actually the perfect temperature. It tastes delicious, sweet and full of flavour. Now that you're sitting in another room, you realize just how relaxed you are. From head to toe, your body feels soft and loose, and almost floppy. You're tempted to lie down and fall asleep on the sofa. Fortunately, the place where you're staying is just a five-minute walk away, and you have no plans for the rest of the day, apart from a traditional Georgian dinner with some friends this evening. 
but just as the city wakes up late, it tends to eat late too, so you've got plenty of time to rest. After you finish your tea, you'll head home and have a nice long nap. In a way, the sulfur baths have changed your perspective on travel and even life itself. A hot bath and a good rest now seem like the most luxurious experiences you can imagine. Luxury travel doesn't have to mean five-star hotels or expensive restaurants. Instead, it can involve gaining a new appreciation for the simple pleasures in life. Closing your eyes, you picture the bed that awaits you. A large, soft bed with lavender-scented sheets. It's next to the window and the balcony, with a view over the rooftops. In just a few moments, you'll be falling asleep in this peaceful bedroom. Right now, there's nowhere else you'd rather be.